0: Welcome to Zikhu Dafsi Manimam Aveyavam Goldhai, and today we're Zechus Yuma Daf Ein Hay, the eighth parak, Yom Kippurim. The majority of this Daf discusses the Mun. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, the Gemara brings some al regarding Bnei Israel's complaint about the Mun. Robin Shmuel argue over the meaning of the following pasek, Zacharno is a Daga Asher China. We remember the fish, Daga, that we ate in Mitzrayim free of charge. One said Daga refers to actual fish, and Bnei Israel complaining that the fish they ate in abundance in Mitzrayim was not available to them in the midbar. He derives it from nochal, that we ate. The other one said that the word daga refers to arayos, and they were complaining that certain marital relations they enjoyed in swine were now prohibited by the Torah. He derives it from chinam, free of charge. Since fish was not free, it must be referring to relations which were free of any prohibition. The Gemara challenges the first opinion, based on the Pasuk in the Parsha that states, Yishma Moshe and Moshe heard the people weeping by <in> their <Hebrew> families, al iske sub which is expanded to mean, on account of their family members, who now had become prohibited to them. The more concludes that they complained about both the loss of fish and prohibited relations. Point number two, the more brings three psukim that describe how the mun fell. The first one implies that the mun fell in the camp. The second one implies that it fell outside the camp. And the third implies that, that the people had to wander far from the camp to collect it. The more explains the mun fell differently for three groups of people. Tzadikim Yard Al-Pesach for the Tzadikim, the mun fell inside the camp at the entrance of their homes. Venonim, for average people, the man fell outside the camp, requiring them to go and collect it. for the Roshayim, the man fell at a great distance from the camp, requiring them to wander far away to collect it. And point number three, it was time of regarding the man. the Pasik states, Lechem Abirim Ish, humans ate a Abirim bread. Rekiba said that Abirim bread is Lechem Shemal Bread that the Malachim eat. But Bishmah said the Rekiva was mistaken, since Malachim do not eat or drink. Rather, he interpreted a bearing bread. Bread that's absorbed in the 248 Avarim, limbs of the human body. So why then were they required to have a shovel in addition to their weapons if there was no need to defecate? They defecated because they ate food that peddlers of the nations would sell to them. Rabbi ben Parta said that the money would also enable these foods they purchased to be absorbed in their bodies. The need for the shovel was for after they complained about the money. said to them, "Ani u I said the Bena should be like Malkeya Ashari's, but now that they complain, I am burdening them with having to walk three parseaux to relieve themselves. So once again, the three points are number one. The more brings the Malchus according to B'nei Israel's complaint about the manna. and Shmuel argue over the meaning of the following pasach, Zecharno has said, Daga, shir chinam." We remember the fish Daga that we ate in Mitzrayim, free of charge. One said Daga refers to actual fish, and Bnei Israel complained that the fish they ate in abundance in Mitzrayim was not available to them in the Midbar. He derives it from Nochul, that we ate. The other one said the word Daga refers to Arayos, and that they were complaining that certain marital relations they enjoyed in Mitzrayim were now prohibited by the Torah. He derives it from chinam free of charge. Since fish was not free, it must be referring to relations which were free of any prohibition. The G'more challenges the first opinion based on the Pasuk in that parsha that states, And Moshe heard the people weeping by their families, which is expanded to mean on account of their family members, who now had become prohibited to them. The G'more concludes that they complained about both the loss of fish and prohibited relations. Point number two, the G'more brings three psukim that describe how the man fell. The first one implies the man fell in the camp. The second one implies that it fell outside the camp. And the third implies that people had to wander far from the camp to collect it. The Gemara explains the man fell differently for three groups of people. sedikim Yard Al-Pesach for the and the man fell inside the camp, at the entrance of their homes. Bena yatz Yats for average people the man fell outside the camp, requiring them to go and collect it. Rishayim Shat V'laqtu, for the Rishayim the man fell at a great distance from the camp, requiring them to wander far away to collect it. And point number three, was taught in a price regarding the Mandapunstic states, Rechem Abirim Achol Ish. Humans ate Abirim bread. Rabbi Kiva said that Abirim bread is Rechem Shars Ochlin so, Bread that the Molachim eat. Rabbi Shemal said that Rabbi Kiva was mistaken, since Molachim do not eat or drink. Rather, he interpreted Abirim bread as Rechem Shemal Arbim Shmone Bread that is absorbed in the 248 Avarim, limbs of the human body. Why then were they required to have a shovel in addition to their weapons if there was no need to defecate, They defecate because they ate food that peddlers of the nations would sell to them. The Parta said that the man would also enable these foods they purchased to be absorbed in their bodies. The need for the shovel was for after they complained about the man. Akash Baruch said to them, I said the Bnei Sor should be like the Malki Asharis, but now that they complained, I'm burdening them with having to walk to relieve themselves. All right, so now we go to our Simadav Ein hay, and this one was suggested to us by David Zaid Glickman from London and Gedalia Weiss, who both suggested Ein hay is an Amha Arts. Am, Haaretz. Am Haaretz. here goes. The Amha Arts who loved fish so much, he wore a big button with a picture of a fish on it, couldn't understand why he had to walk so far out to collect his man and always carry a shovel with him. Once again, it's a motion. The Am arts, Am Arts, that must mean one duff, Ein hey. The Amma Arts, who love fish so much, he wore a big button with a picture of a fish on it, which reminds the Mokus about the meaning of the word daga in the Passock as the harness the daga shenokhem mitzvahim chinam. We remember the fish daga that we ate mitzvahim free of charge. One said daga refers to actual fish that they ate in the buns in mitzvahim that was not available to them in the midbar. The other one said the word daga refers to arayos, and they were complaining that certain marital relations they enjoyed in mitzvahim were now prohibited by the torah so the amaarthu who have fished so much he wore a big button with a picture of a fish on it couldn't understand why he had to walk so far out to collect his man, which reminds us of the three different ways the man fell for the sadikim beninim and rashaim so the amaarthu who have fished so much he wore a big button with a picture of a fish on it couldn't understand why he had to walk so far out to collect his mun and always carry a shovel with him which reminds us of the various interpretations of the Pasuk Lechim abirim Ish, Humans ate a bearing bread. Rabbi Kiva said a bearing bread is bread that the malachim eat. Rabbi Shmuel said it's bread that's absorbed in the 248 avarim limbs of the human body. The Gemara will give different pshatim why they were commanded to have a shovel. So once again, the ama arts who loved fish so much he wore a big button with a picture of a fish on it, couldn't understand why he had to walk so far out to collect his mun and always carry a shovel with him. Alright, now it's time for 4 Blah Black Hazorah. Daf Ein Aleph. So the similar Daf Ein Aleph is a donkey going e So here goes. The two colleagues greeting each other in the street by a donkey. Donkey. That must mean one. Daf Ein Aleph. E-Ah. The two colleagues greeting each other in the street by a donkey, which reminds us what the one who took the Shilazazel out would say to the Kongadol when he met the Kongadol the next day, and how he ascribed his shlichus to the Kongadol when he met him in the street to give honor to him in public. So the two colleagues greeting each other in the street by a donkey were astonished when a slight and weak looking Talmud Khakim picked the animal up with one hand, which reminds us Rabbi Berechiah gives two Pshatim in the Pasuk in initially that states, Alechem Ishim Ekra, and to you men do I call. should nashim Nashim. This refers to the Tamlech Hachamim who appear similar to women in that they're not aggressive and physically weak, yet they perform feats of heroic strength, like men referring to overcoming their yei The second pshad is, One who desires to offer a wine libation upon the Mizbeach should fill the throats of Tamlech Hachamim with wine, because the word ishim suggests isha an offering on the Mizbeach. So the two colleagues, greeting each other in the street by a donkey, were astonished when a slight and weak-looking Tomahakam picked the animal up with one hand, as his muscles ripped through his garment, which was spun sixfold. Which reminds us of Bryce had taught how the Big Day Kahuna were woven. Items which the Torah said she made with sheish, linen, had the thread spun sixfold. This means that each thread of linen was composed of six strands spun into a single thread i described as much. Twine had the thread spun eightfold. The me'il, which was pure wool, was made of twelvefold cords. Prok is made of twenty fourfold cords, the Khosh and the Afold were made of twenty eightfold cords. Dafine base, so the similar daf base is a thick piece of cake. So here goes. The birthday boy dressed as a Kongado, who got upset when his friends ripped his costume and loosened his Khoshin, Sir, so birthday cake, birthday cake. That must be one daf I am base. The birthday boy dresses a congado who got upset when his friends ripped his costume and loosened his choshen, which reminds us what said in the name of Yehuda, that one who tears one of the big dikuna receives malchus. Similarly, Rebelazu said one who loosens the choshen from its moorings on the ephod or one who removes the poles of the arm receives malchus. For it says in one pasigal, yizach, and the choshen shall not be attached from upon the ephod. And it says in another pasigal, yesuru, in the rings of the arm shall be the poles, they shall not depart from it. So, the birthday boy dresses a congado who got upset when his friends ripped his costume, and loosened his choshen. Sir birthday cake adorned with three crowns, which reminds us there are three crowns that adorn three kaling in the base of Migdash. Aaron married and took the crown of Nizbech. David married and took the crown of the Shulchan. But the crown of the Aaron is still at rest. Anyone who wishes to take it may come and take it. So the birthday boy dressed as a kongad who got upset when his friends ripped his costume and loosened his choshen. Sir birthday cake adorned with three crowns that tasted awful for those who misbehaved. Which reminds us, the Pasuk v'zoz the Torah asher some Moshe, and this is the Torah that Moshe put, some before, alludes to the following, zacha natsal v'sham hachayim, wo zacha natsal misa If one's deserving, the Torah becomes a drug, a sum of life to him, but if he's not deserving, becomes a drug of death to him. And we have the same idea contrasting the p'sukim kudi, Hashem Yishayim v'sham and imr says, shem the word of Hashem smelts. Zacha m'shamachta, wo zacha t'sharafta. If one's deserving, the Torah gladdens him, but if he's not deserving, it smelts him. All right, so that concludes the shir. This is Rabbi Ramgold and Zikr, wishing you a great day and great learning. Dafa'en Gimel, so the Simr Gimel is a giant ostrich egg. So here goes. The Meshul of who addressed the soldiers in his ape, Gadin, before they went to the battlefield riddled with giant ostrich eggs, giant ostrich eggs, that must be on Ein Gimel. The Meshukh Malchama who addressed the soldiers in his 8 begadim before they went to the battlefield riddled the giant ostrich eggs which reminds us that although the the Meshukh Malchama does wear the 8 begadim of the Kon Gadol when he does the Avod in the base of Migdash he doesn't wear them in the Rabban Mishuma Eva and he doesn't wear the 4 begadim of the Kon Hedyot because of Malim B'kodesh and so the Meshuk Mukam who dressed the soldiers in his ape before they went to the battlefield riddled with giant jags, aroused the enmity, the Kongado wearing the Urim Batumim, which reminds the more brings several teachings about the Urim Batumim. The one consulting faces the one being consulted while the Kongado faces the Shechina tilting his head downward to face the Khoshan resting on his chest. Mm-hmm. One doesn't inquire in a loud voice and does not inquire about two matters simultaneously. So the Meshulach moham who addressed the soldiers and his ape, Gadim before they went to the battlefield riddled with the giant osu-jags, aroused the enemy, the Kongadol, wearing the urim and who had prepared a meal for him that was only a chetz Which reminds the more how the mission could say that eating and drinking Yom Kippur is asr, which implies only prohibition is involved when we know that eating and drinking is punishable by course, and answers that it's needed only in a case when someone ate or drank a shir when the Gemara says that this explanation is only good according to Rabbi Yochanan, who holds chetz i asr minator, but not according to Reish-Lakish, who holds chetz i it answers that Reish-Lakish concedes that chetz is Asr with the Rabbanon. Dafain Dalad, so the Simr Dafein Dalad is an aid, a witness. So here goes. The witness, witness, that must mean we're on Ain Dalad, aid. The witness observed the man who ate two half shears of food on Yom Kippur, which reminds the Gemara brings the reasons behind the malchokas of Chetzi Shir. Rabbi Yochanan says that Chetzi is since the Chetzi he now eats is fit to combine with more of the same forbidden food to complete the full Shir. Rish says Chetzi Shir is Torah for the Torah stated that eating certain foods is prohibited and when eating a Chetzi Shir, there is no halakhic act of eating. So the witness observed the man who ate two half shears of food on Yom Kippur because he felt afflicted sitting in the hot sun which reminds us, it could be thought that when the Torah states, nafshosechem, you shall afflict yourselves, this means that one should sit in the hot sun or in the cold in order to suffer therefore the Torah states, and you shall not do any work so, any work. so any work. just as the mitzvah of not doing malach is a command to sit and not do so to the mitzvah of afflicting yourself is a command to sit and not do, that is the mitzvah of affliction requires not a direct of pain and discomfort, but refraining from any activity that relieves such suffering. So the witness observed the man who ate two half shears of food on Yom Kippur because he felt afflicted sitting in the hot sun, and the food didn't satiate him because it was colorless like the man. Which reminds us the Gemara determines that the inu of Yom Kippur is derived from the Inuit of the man, and there's a Malchus regarding what the inu of the man was. One said, a inu One who has bread in his basket is not at all similar to one who does not have bread in his basket. The other one said. A dom, a one who sees what he eats is not at all similar to one who cannot see what he eats. Alright, so that concludes today's share. This is Rabbi Avram Golden, wish a great day and great learning.